Hello everybody. Welcome. It is Tuesday, May 11th, 2021. My name is Craig Adams. Welcome. We're streaming on the YouTube podcast channel as well as Twitch, of course. The OGs on Twitch. How are y'all doing this Tuesday? It's nice to see you all here. Hey James. John Axley. Wow. Wow. See, this is why we need mods, just to get John Axley out of here. Wow. The likes of you. How are y'all doing? Yes, the fireplace is going strong. Alexa, stop. We've got Alexa set up here. I guess I'm saying the A word. How y'all doing? We are in the new place. This is the first stream from the new place. Uh, the last week has just been basically moving in, making it a home, going to Ikea three times, buying stuff, unboxing, building Ikea furniture. We're almost there. I'd say we're like 95% moved in and good. I had to wall mount two TVs. If you all know anything about mounting TVs, it's tough. I like it though. Yeah, the mic is unreal. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I'm excited. I haven't streamed in a while just because of the move-in process. It's been like more than a week since I've done a podcast. Uploaded one that I recorded with someone else to yesterday though. That was nice. But I do have notes. I've got a long bit of notes to go through. So this will be a update, de de uh, deep dive into my notes. Feel free to ask any questions. This can be a Q&A as well. You know how it works here on the stream. We're just chilling, we're hanging out. We've got the girl. Can you hear her? We don't want her too loud. Good morning, oh, thank you. Charlie Ford for the five months on Twitch Prime. Hope you're settling in well into the new place. Thank you, I am. Really enjoyed here. Moved in with Mika, it's great. Earthlag, thanks for that Twitch Prime sub. Appreciate you. Welcome Twitch gang. Still in New York? Yeah, I'm in the Lower East Side. I'm gonna, gonna really protect my address as much as I can. I didn't, I don't feel like I doxed my last place, um, but the place before that, people definitely knew where I lived. So gonna keep this as quiet as possible. New, uh, Lower East Side is about it. John Axley, great to have you back. We miss you. We've been worried about your new apartment being on fire. Happy to call the fire department for you. <laughs> Music is a good volume, slightly quiet. Yeah, yeah. If I hang, if I simmer down, you could probably hear it, but it's like a little vibe. Green's from Poland. Awesome. Isn't rent expensive? Um, yeah, but I love New York. Mavic 3, will you get it right away? No questions asked, do you reckon? Is it out? It's not out yet, right? Mavic 3? I probably would. I just picked up the the Air S2 or whatever. So technically I've got two drones now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, my plan is to go through the notes as much as I can. I would love to at least get through half of this just to so I can delete it. Um, a lot of it may be some nonsense. So if it's bad, I'll just jump right through. But there might be some gems in here. So this is like a good two weeks of thoughts in note form. Gonna do Q&A as well. And then if I'm feeling it, we might pop off on Clubhouse at the end just to hear your voices. If anyone wants to call in at that point, 
Um, I'll let you know once I open up a clubhouse, but just depends. We're hanging. We're chilling. We got the fireplace. We got the girl. And by girl, I mean we got the girl. Lo-fi girl. So we hanging. Where's the next place to hike? Not sure. I canceled my Peru one just because of the move and uh, I can take my time. I'll get to it, but the biggest thing on my mind has been um, making a content schedule. So I guess I could show you this. This is kind of, no one's seen this yet. So this is a content schedule. Um, it's kind of in order of when I would do it. But to be honest, uh, these are all hikes and then these are the non-hikes. Um, it would be insane to do this within a year. <laughs> uh, it's possible if I just go on the road, but you know, I'm, I'm taking my time. These are all the ones I kind of want to do within the next two years, I guess. It's a lot of mileage. Some of them are pretty ambitious, like Annapurna Circuit. Obviously to fly to Nepal, hike 140 miles. Um, but I just posted on Instagram an Instagram story of... Bryce Canyon. So that's at the top here. And my plan is to kind of upload little Instagram stories of each of these kind of previewing because I want to like make this list public so people can comment, share, look at it, access my content schedule whenever they want, as well as sponsors. You know, sponsors can look at these videos. They're, they've been asking for something like this. It's almost like a kind of like a deck. These are all the videos I'm gonna be making. You can attach sponsorship to any of these and we can talk about the details, but it's like a public facing content schedule deck uh, for viewers and sponsors. So, you know, trying to think of ways to uh, take information from the dark, put it in the light, y'all know me. The Traverse right by you, Thomas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends, it can be tricky if you uh, go at the wrong time. If there's snow up there, there's glaciers, so you gotta be careful. I'm excited for it, it looks great. <laughs> My TV's on fire. <laughs> that joke will never get old, never. Dolomites would be awesome, yeah. Of course, uh, sup, Nyla, how you doing? We've got John Exley in here. I don't know how you feel about that, I don't know. We might have to uh, kick him out, right, Nyla? He's a fool. All right. Good product roadmap. Is craigadams.com dead? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for now. It's just redirecting, I guess. <laughs> John. I've never been to the Dolomites. No. Greetings from Italy. Yeah, it would be cool. It all depends on if I can get there. New York is great. New York is great. All right, I'm going to go through my notes and we're gonna speed through some things. I can't even remember what I wrote, so. Designing my consumption habits as well as the consumption habits of my viewers. Designing user experience. Narrowing focus towards what's important. This has just been the staple of my success past couple of years just it falls within minimalism essentialism just designing the experience for myself as well as putting myself in the shoes of people who would be consuming my content also this idea of improving quality by decreasing quality quantity 
Um, this is core for minimalism. Like if you are trying to, like, I always just look at things as terms of runway, like how much money do I have and how many months of just free creative work does that afford me time? How much time does this money give me? And I call that my runway and minimalism speeds up or lengthens that runway. So instead of like working harder or doing all the normal things, it's like you can slow down time of your runway just by adopting minimalism in all in all forms. Attention product updates podcast. I don't know what that means. So I wrote down would like to talk with people on AirPods as I'm walking around the park with coffee in hand. Yeah, that's kind of fun. You know, I like to go on my walks and. I've got a lot of free time here in the city and as much like clubhouse is making it really easy instagram live i never do that but i've got like seventy thousand followers on instagram and you know we could probably get a good conversation there we're doing it right now <laughs> i'm hanging out with y'all um yeah 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 um an opportunity to catch up with friends and colleagues so I was having this conversation with Mika yesterday, I believe. I am following zero people on Instagram and it's been like that for probably six months now. Um, and this was in an effort to just not use Instagram and to not consume content on Instagram because it was definitely an addiction at that point. Like just always picking up my phone, checking Instagram and uh, if you just cut off and like turn off the water valve, you know, you'll stop wanting to drink water. That's a weird metaphor, but <laughs> you get what I mean. Um, I definitely have stopped using and checking Instagram as much just because I know there's not much there to check. If I'm not following anyone, it would be way too much friction to like go to people's pages and check in, which I can do if I'm really interested in checking out like anyone but John Exley. Like I want to know what everyone is up to except for John Exley. Um, and then DMs, you know, I'll get DMs, but um, this idea of just being. Hello. Uh, What's up, Aurora? How you doing? What? How many? Five months on Twitch. How you doing, Twitch fam? Aurora. Um, this idea of just being available 24/7 is something that I'll talk about a little further down. Um, but it's a realization. It's like I'm always on call to be. Like for, for anyone to just get my attention is kind of crazy. Um, the more I think about it, like that is just not what I want. So that's been something I've been thinking about this last month. Like how do I kind of add filters and gates so that people can't always just try to get my attention whenever, like while I'm sleeping, when I'm walking, I just don't want to just constantly check my phone. Like, yeah, like I need office hours. <laughs> so that's kind of why I like this stream. And it's all of this is down. So I'm going to I'm going to get to that part of the notes. Um, so an opportunity to catch up with friends and colleagues, get to know my community and receive business pitches. Swiss. Love you, my man. Much love from Switzerland. Thank you. I would love to hike in Switzerland. That place is so expensive, though. Good food, good mountains, good chocolate, Switzerland. That's my ad for Switzerland. Receive business pitches. So let's talk about Clubhouse real quick. It's been a while since I've been up there. 
but it would be fun to do park walks and talks. I did a couple. It was nice connecting with y'all. It was great. Um, it's not recorded. Good morning, y'all. Five months of you, TED Talk. <laughs> Loving it. Alex, thank you. Five months. That's, cr that's kind of crazy, to be honest. Yeah. Welcome to my TED Talk. Uh, Clubhouse not recorded is interesting to me. I like the idea that if someone is listening and really thinks that it's worth re-uploading or saving and uploading to YouTube on their own or whatever, that's possible. You know, it's kind of technically against the rules to record without permission, but I've seen it happen. And if it happens organically, like that's kind of automating the work instead of me having to record it or be a place where it has to be recorded, someone else does it. So I guess that's interesting. Anything goes need to reach a threshold of engagement demand. Do I talk about that down here? Um, yeah, I talk, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about that down. So, um, yeah, I only want to talk to people who are within the community, only engage with people who want to talk to me. There's such an inauthenticity to scheduling podcast guests. Okay. Yeah. Good so morning, this, yeah. hello, Mr. Oh, Craig. <laughs> Four months. Thank you for that tier. Tier one. Mr. Craig. I don't hear that too often. People used to call me Craigery, Craig Athena, Craig Aroni. Never Mr. Craig. Thank you. So the if you've ever had a podcast before, it's just this it's a lot of work to schedule guests. It's hard to schedule anything in general, whether it's like meeting up with friends, coffee, drinks, whatever. The more people, the harder it is. Like where, when, works for everyone, getting everyone to like know the information. Um, so I was just trying to think of like ways that you could automate the scheduling of guests. And you only guess people who like reach out. Like if you go live on Clubhouse, whoever wants to be the guest jumps in. So it's kind of automating that. So it's just interesting. I want the value of participation to be incentive enough. Yeah. So if you're trying to get someone scheduled on your podcast, there has to be a reason. You have to reverse engineer, like, why would they ever say yes? Why would they respond? Like, um, so people who jump into your stream are the people that I would want to be on the podcast. So it's like automated, I guess. Applying market forces to my life. This is an idea that I've been thinking about. I don't think it's the best way to describe it. Market forces for my life. Um, permissionless is a better way to describe that. Yeah, I, I've come to I've come to understand that permissionless. Okay. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, y'all. Thanks for that Twitch Prime sub, tired bard. Appreciate you. Y'all are helping me to do this and uh, have creative freedom. Make more videos. A-Y-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O. How are you, Craig? Thank you for that. <laughs> Ayo, how are you, Craig? Thanks, Chewy. Chew Rock Live. Y'all have the weirdest names. Y'all know that? Y'all crazy. Six months, by the way. That's a new record, I believe. Pretty crazy. Um, Q&A streams on the main YouTube channel. Okay, yeah. So the, I think the last time we went live was just a, a Q&A. Anything goes. Uh, a fight for attention. 
um, it was like an arena, a battleground on the main channel. So that's that's 600,000. We just hit 600,000 subs, by the way. Cheers. Mm -hmm. I hope you all drinking something. I already had two cups of coffee already, so I'm drinking water right now to help chillax a little bit. So yeah, Q&A streams on the main YouTube channel just because there's so much demand for people to get my attention. Um, so it works. You know, I just engage with the, the chat and just try to keep up. Um, you know, I, I see y'all. Y'all are commenting. I appreciate y'all. Y'all are baked into the video. So this will be up on the YouTube podcast channel. Um, hopefully y'all are behaving. On the main YouTube channel, it's just there's so many people... I need mods because it gets a little crazy sometimes. Um, quick updates and Craig news on this channel. Yes. So this is what I would call Craig news, an update. Going through my notes, just I write things down in the moment and it compiles and builds up. And sometimes I go back into it. Sometimes I don't. This is like my opportunity to reread whatever the hell I wrote <laughs> for some reason Think about it, articulate it, kind of bounce some ideas off of y'all, my OGs. So this is really helpful to me. You know, we got the OGs in here. It's a dive, Nyla. John is, John's a day, never. Joel's in here, hey, how you doing? Any backlash from unfollowing people on Instagram? Okay, yeah, every so often I will go through and <laughs> Acknowledge y'all. What's up, Jonah? Hey. Have you, Tinker Toe, have you considered playing any other video games? Yeah, I've been playing Factorio every so often. Um, I love it. I have pre-ordered um, uh, this boy. May 15th, Mass Effect. I'm, I'm definitely going to play it. I would like to stream it. If I'm doing long playthroughs, I think it's worth streaming, but usually when I play, I'm just like playing for a little bit, then I hop off or I pause it, I go eat or something. So it might be a little tough to stream. I don't know the expectations for streaming, but um, I'm definitely gonna be playing Mass Effect on stream. I'm gonna try to. I'm not gonna make any promises because I don't need to, but I think that'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, and Apartment Tour is definitely coming soon, for sure. I don't know if it's going to be like an actual YouTube video on the main channel. I don't know if it belongs there. Um, I would like to do a Q&A with Mika. <laughs> I'm probably going to post an Instagram story asking for questions, and then we're gonna take the best of those questions, go live, and just do like a little, little thing. I might get another mic. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, just gotta buy a sub really easy to get your attention yes 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 that's how it works you apply gates you know if 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 people just commenting if there's a th over a threshold of demand on that you know you just gotta apply gates um the new apartment's great how did mika and i meet instagram youtube channel we can talk all about that in the q a though okay hype train level two bye <laughs> Uh, congrats on your first live stream on YouTube. Hmm. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, Congrats on you success and growth in your channels. <laughs> thank you, Bitter Patter 13. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I feel like I'm, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Joel, the original question. <laughs> did I, 
uh, fall back from unfollowing people. Maybe like one or two people messaged me and was like, what's going on? But no, um, if people feel any kind of hurt, you know, maybe their expectations were need to be adjusted a little bit. Like it's nothing personal. Uh, I don't expect anyone to follow me. Like I wouldn't hold that obligation to them. So why would I expect that in return? And it's not like I'm not <laughs> like our friendship is not dependent on if we follow each other on Instagram. And I think that's got such a weird thing uh, that people kind of expect these days. So I, I just didn't want to use Instagram as much. And what I, when I was talking about Mika with, was I, I do feel like I am missing out a little bit on the social. Like I feel like I'm out of the loop on a lot of like what my friends are up to. And I definitely don't get invited to as much stuff or hang out with people projects or just like social wise when I'm not, you know, engaging with people on Instagram. So there is some kind of downside, but I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, the, the, the true friends find a way <laughs> and it forces me to make more of an effort to reach out to people in different ways, whether it's, you know, FaceTiming and trolling John Exley, sending John Exley screenshots of like uh, times when he was eating ice cream, you know, the normal stuff. The normal stuff um open floor q a yeah so at the end of these I, I try to engage as much as i can with the chat but uh once i'm done with my notes we'll go full into q a mode and like i said we can open up clubhouse if y'all are feeling it we can get a little bit of voice feedback content uh, not just chat feedback content um, i export the video to streams youtube channel um in the podcast channel, I guess now. And then I'll upload this audio to Anchor. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm feeling the YouTube channel. So this is something new. I've made a bunch of YouTube channels. Can I show? Can I show them all? So switch account. I've got Craig Adams Clips, Craig Adams Gaming, Craig Adams Streams. So this will be short highlight clips. I'm, I've yet to make any. I've got some ideas, but I just need to... Start doing it so that there's like a template of what I expect and then I can hire people to do this. Or better yet, incentivize my community to do it for me. <laughs> we'll talk about that. That's in my notes. That would be OG. Uh, Craig Adams Gaming. So this will just be streams of me playing games. Probably Mass Effect. Uh, very targeted. Um, yeah. And we're back. <laughs> Where was I? Um, can't remember what I was talking about. Oh yeah. Thank you, Jonah. Appreciate you. Um, cool. Cut out content for Craig Adams clips, YouTube channel. Yeah. So I talk about a lot of different things and it's always just pushed together into one big stream, one big video. And I try to think of like a title that encompasses the entire thing, but sometimes like even that doesn't make sense. Like even for, um, the, the videos that I've uploaded here, like on the Craig Adams podcast, like uh, some of these, like creator sustainability, responsibilities, some of these titles just don't make sense. <laughs> so, um, you know, th this is the full stream. You, you get a sense of what it's gonna be. It's gonna be me montaging or uh, monologuing for a bit or talking to someone else, maybe doing a Q and A. Um, but a lot of these, 
vid long videos just need to be broken up and individually titled. So uh, also, can we appreciate all of the new uh, thumbnails and titles I made for this channel? I feel like this is fresh. I feel I feel good about this. I like this. I really like it. Um, so yeah, Clips channel coming soon. Um, yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. Thank you guys. I appreciate y'all. So I need to think of ways to incentivize the community to do this for me. Um, but of course I need to set the precedent so that the expectations are there. I just need to do it correctly the first way so that people know. So, um, podcasts, the audience is the guest and they compete for attention. So this is the idea of general Q and A's like on the main channel. It's kind of interesting. There's no guest. The guest is people viewing. Otherwise, like, why would you tune into a live stream? A Q&A if you know it's going to be recorded afterwards it's because you probably want to be seen or you get some kind of value out of being the first or being there like it feels different like live concert aspect um, but yeah you probably want to be heard um, your question noticed answered yeah that's totally awesome that's fine I have been on many live streams of people that I watched and I'm just like desperately trying to get like to be seen and heard and it makes sense so attention is the reward it's like um i could pay people for tuning in live you know for spending their time i trade them money but instead for people spending their time and attention on my streams i am trading the trade in this transaction is attention so people add value in the form of feedback content and right now that's chat it's answering it's it's asking questions reacting commenting it's just in text form so uh, there's really no difference between feedback content it's just the same thing in different ways um, uh, like a youtube video has feedback content in the form of a view so binary did you watch it did you not uh, feedback content in the form of like a thumbs up and thumbs down so that's binary as well uh, and then also chat, so text form, and that's a comment. You could also watch a YouTube video and then react to it on stream or in a like edited video. And that's feedback content in the form of voice and video. Uh, you could just do like a podcast reacting to a YouTube video. So that's feedback content in the form of audio. And it's just, I like um, figuring out like one idea and it all kind of fits once you understand the, the base foundation. Promotion. Share the stream or my work with others. Um, so, okay, yeah, sharing it. If demand increases, but my supply of attention remains the same, the threshold for gaining it will raise. So this threshold is something I've talked about before. If there's just enough people trying to get attention, uh, it works. Um, but if there's like a lapse in attention and demand, it feels a little awkward. It's weird. We've all seen it in any kind of live, live thing. Yeah. So market forces place consumers into a spectrum based on the val and their value in the community event. Scarcity will cause people to donate and, uh, 
signal their status in the community. Months subscribed, amount donate, donated, potential reach of promotion. Interesting stuff. Okay. Hmm. I was just going off what I could see on the screen. Maybe it's more a matter of intimacy rather than attention. I feel there is more of a link between the creator and the viewer on a live stream. Matthew saying, yeah, I think that makes sense. Totally. Um, I would say int intimacy is very linked in with attention. You know, if you're intimate with someone, uh, you have their full attention. And uh, that's eye contact, you know, that's not looking at your phone. Kind of all wrapped into the same thing, but I, I agree. So the next phase of my notes was called designing expectations on my time and availability. So this is the idea I talked about before. Making your time and attention available to other people for sale, for consumption, sharing knowledge and experience, being available through DMs, comments, and emails is like streaming 24-7. Yeah. So imagine if I was streaming all the time and there was this expectation that anyone could try to get my attention, um, uh, transact with me, as I talked about before, at any moment. You know, that wouldn't be as fun. It would be different. <laughs> uh, so this idea of like office hours versus always being available. Um, I've experimented with taking my email off, off of the interwebs. Um, and like, I'll, I'll do updates to update people when I have something to say. Um, and I like the idea of just going live on stream. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. It's an asymmetrical relationship. People don't know how many messages I'm getting and what attention I can give. I don't want to always be on call to answer people's questions and give them any amount of attention. Yeah, so that's the tough thing. I would say Instagram DMs are the toughest thing because people, it's just a constant stream. I never know when they're gonna come in. And there could be some value. There usually is a pretty minimal value. It's just like people saying hi or whatnot. Some spam. Every so often there's something that's like exceptional. Um, but yeah, just to turn them off would be a lot. I've, I've dabbled with that as well. It's much easier to take my email off of line, but then you're also cutting potential business deals. I don't know. It's tough. I'm trying to figure out. Like, what if no one could get a hold of me unless it was on this stream right here? Whether you're a business, whether you're another creator trying to collaborate with your, or you're just like a viewer with a question. Like, if you really wanted it, your question answered or, you know, your pitch heard. Um, yeah, especially if I don't schedule these and I just go live whenever. Like, there's ways, there's, there's ways to get my attention. It's just, it's interesting. I don't know, just not questioning or not, not just taking this all for granted, I guess. It's the big thing. Create content based in FAQ. 
platform to automate the process of repeating, of repeatedly answering those questions. Okay. Yeah, this is all over the place. I don't know what I was listening to or reading or thinking about when I wrote these notes, but yeah, this idea of if I make myself available for questions, answering questions, if I get the same one over and over again, it would just be way too much effort and time to repeatedly answer the same thing over and over again. So that's why you would make a video to answer that question uh, so that it automates that process and you don't have to do that work over and over again. At bare minimum, you just have to direct people to that video that answers their question for them. This idea, but in all aspects of your life, if there's some task or something that you're doing nonstop over and over and over again, like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to figure out, put some extra time and effort into how to automate that. Because with the DMs, the emails, and the comments, a lot of it is nonstop, repetitive. Yeah. And I don't know if it's worth it to just cut it off or figure out ways to automate it in some sense. Yeah. I hate constantly checking metrics and feedback. I, f I feel that. <laughs> Everything is working fine. I love the way I write my notes, it's so stupid. Me checking in constantly doesn't actually help anything. It's busy work and feeds dopamine. So yeah, I feel like we all kind of know this. Just when you catch yourself checking your phone to look at view counts or how many likes or how many comments, like checking an Instagram story just to see how many people viewed it like multiple times is madness. There's no point to it, everything is fine. Like me checking my sub count on YouTube or how many views different videos have, like it's, um, it's not helpful, not helpful. So I'm trying to figure out ways to redesign how I consume feedback content. Cause it's all feedback content. Like I said, binary or non-binary a view subscriber count, um, comments, DMS, emails, I don't always have to see all of it and I don't always have to just constantly check it. Like I would like to choose when I, when I check it. So figuring that out, I don't always want to be on call. <laughs> I wrote my solution to this problem is to eliminate 24 seven feedback content, control when people can get my attention, apply game theory and market forces to the consumption of feedback content. So we'll see how that goes. I don't even, I can't even tell if I figured this out yet. This is deep in my notes. Yeah. People will ask questions even though there is an answer available easily. Yeah. 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 You can make it, you just always put it back on yourself. Like how can I make it much easier uh, for them to see it? People won't go to a video if they can get an answer quicker over instant text. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Apply enough filters so that the correct amount of high value feedback gets through. So like I said, there can there is good. It's just uh, kind of drown out in too much information, too many emails, too many comments, too many whatevers. 
So figuring out ways to filter that is important. Um, that's why I like streaming. It's like uh, just a set time and I can apply filters pretty easily. Like if I had too much demand on people trying to get my attention in a stream, probably the easiest filter, the first one is to just turn on member only chat. You know, that would probably cut it down real quick. So, cause if someone's donating money or, you know, a member for months, that's just proof. It's proof of work that this person is giving value back to the community and here. Um, I wrote Craig announcements like an Apple event. <laughs> this was probably when I was watching the Apple event when I wrote this. Um, it's fascinating, you know? The president has it with the State of the Union. Apple has it with their Apple events. I could, I could only share this content in my annual life update video, but there's something interesting to moderately frequent live streams. Yeah, it's almost like these are, are the chapters for the life update that I plan to shoot, edit, and upload at the end of the year. Um, I would like to make like a Craig 2021 retrospective. Um, I think that'd be cool. Next section, knowledge and experience curation. What are these headers? What even? What even? Retrospective videos will become my flagship content. Interesting thought, Craig. So more so than hiking? Okay, that makes sense. I'm into hiking right now, but that'll change over time. Like I haven't been hiking, making hiking videos this whole time. So retrospective videos will become my flagship content. So a good retrospective was like the minimalism one. I do have a plan for one in the future about my experience daily vlogging. So I plan on uploading like the day, the eight hour daily vlog video with like a little retrospective, what I learned from this experience at the beginning might upload that to the main channel. So we'll see. I think that would be cool. Mm -mm -mm. Zillion finally made it for a stream. Yeah, yeah, welcome to the crazy madness that is me going through my notes. <laughs> okay, this next section, annual retrospective video, life update. Um, so in December, I hope to make a video talking about everything that happened that year. I turned 30, what did I do? What did I learn? What was important? What am I excited about to come up? It's gonna be dense. It's going to be an audit of my life as I describe it. I also kind of want to like dig into just what did I accomplish? What are my metrics for success for that year? Like, it doesn't matter how much money I made. Like, do I share that number? That would be interesting. Like follower counts. Like, does that matter? Affiliate sales. Um, yeah, just like a life update retrospective audit. If I do this every year, that would kind of be interesting. I am inspired by people like Will Darbyshire. He's a dude. The dude. Yeah, he's got these, uh, the me series. So me at 27, me at 26, me at 24, all these different videos. It's kind of, it's very interesting to me. 
they're very abstract <laughs> i will say uh, mine would definitely be more detail oriented uh, but it's it's an interesting idea Alex is asking, since you've moved in with Mika, how's the minimalist life going? Does she get the minimalist life? Are there any problems that come up since moving in? What's her take on minimalism? <laughs> yeah, I posted one photo of moving in and everyone's like, RIP minimalism. I guess that's the meme, that's the joke when it comes to girlfriends and moving in, right? Um, she is not a minimalist. She got rid of a lot of stuff to fit the apartment. Uh, I feel like whenever anyone moves, it's smart to get rid of some stuff just to make the move easier and you're opening boxes you haven't looked at in years. So why not? I feel good about the apartment. Yeah. We'll definitely talk about that in the Q and a though. Lots to talk about. I'm interested to see what questions people have. And also just to have a video with her would be really funny because it has not happened yet. YouTube is way more fun than anything else. <laughs> uh, I love consuming content on YouTube most of all. Podcasts, education, videos, updates. Yeah, people could consume content on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, email, newsletters, whatever. I just love Instagram. Maybe it's a thing of my generation, but yeah, I don't need cable. I don't need, I don't need, if I had to choose one, it would be YouTube. Maybe because I post, but I love consuming content there as well. Like my subscriptions are public, I believe. And you can definitely see what I'm subscribing to. And I've been watching these people for a while. So I love it. So that has to do with my podcast. Um, I've doubled down on YouTube being like the place like, sure, I'm going to rip the audio and upload for Spotify and Apple and Google audio. But I like consuming uh, podcasts on YouTube. I've got YouTube premium, so maybe that's different. But yeah, my podcast is going to live on YouTube mainly. So I'm doubling down on the video aspect, I guess. And if I guest on other people, I'm thinking about just recording at least to upload on my own. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. Next section. Leverage is increasingly becoming permissionless. Community is permissionless labor. Crowdfunding is permissionless capital. Yeah, this idea of permissionless things is kind of where I want to head. Uh, donation model, I like. How can I rebrand this deal? Oh yes, the deal I made with people who donate and become a member. If you donate, I will be able to make more videos, freedom of expression. I'll be able to make better, more and better videos, so quality and quantity. I guess that's the, the promise if people donate and support. Um, FAQ, how can I help you? Um, <clears throat> I think it's fun. It's kind of like a game to try to figure out and solve people's problems for them. So whenever I did like a Q&A with other creators, that's kind of where it moved. It kind of always becomes that. So just kind of thinking about that. How can I leverage my community to help accomplish goals and automate work? Need, um, yes, interesting. 
It's all about incentives. I guess that's the job of any CEO, right? Just to manage expect or incentives. Financial well-being. Yeah, just getting that all done. I think I was finally my taxes when I wrote these notes. <laughs> it's funny to think about like what my mindset was when I came up with these things. Capitalize on my free time with high quality growth activities, physical, social, mental well-being. Okay, so this is all about living. Moving into a new apartment in New York City with Mika. I have a lot of free time. I should dedicate a portion of my time and attention into strengthening my close relationships. Yeah, so I've got a lot of free time. <laughs> How should I spend my time? It's like working out, having fun, going for walks, reading, and also figuring out like, you know, who my tight-knit circle is and how can I help them. Doing more outreach to the people I really care about. Strengthen, strengthening those relationships. Yeah. So we're talking about this a little bit. Primary messages in Instagram. Yeah. So for my Instagram, there's like message requests, like messages I haven't even talked to yet. There's... Uh, messages and then there's like primary messages so all of the people in my primary i need to like reach out to catch up with try to grab coffee with see how they're doing go down that list engage with content chat catch up see how i can help or at least listen to their problems and just let them know that i care and that i hear them so that's something i need to focus on for sure mm -hmm. yes Focus on fitness and nutrition, rooftop workouts, biomat, blah, 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 um, diet. <laughs> yeah, this is all silly stuff. All right, books, reading, yeah. Right now I'm finishing up um, Ryan Holiday. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. John. Craig, is there a dollar amount you are trying to get to in order to eliminate most all financial obligations or the need thereof? You don't need to share the actual number, but is that a thing? Yeah, it's a good question. I go back and forth. You know, I never know the answer. If I do one thing enough, it'll make me want to do the other thing. Like, uh, so I'll say like, I don't want to do any sponsors, but then if I do that long enough, it'll make me want to do sponsors. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm saving. I'm fine. I'm eating whatever, whatever I want. Hiccuping over water. Um, yeah, I think it's down to my notes. But I even within this spread of notes, like my mind changes. Like uh, eliminating obligations. Yeah, I, I talk about this down there, but I can talk about it real briefly. Um, I've talked with Mika about this. It's good to be free, but it's not good to challenge to never challenge yourself. Um, when you just always do what you want to do and you don't have anything owed to anyone or you don't have to work, um, that's not good. You want to live on the edge, the healthy friction. Uh, you want to kind of challenge yourself and it's good to do things that you don't necessarily want to do. Um, but you get what I'm saying. It's not good to just always be free to do whatever you want. Like there's, there's some health, some good aspect of, 
Um, intentional obligation, I guess. Yeah, when it comes uh, all types of relationships. Yeah, like, sure. If, if you don't want to run, you're not going to run. So you kind of have to design your experience so that it's like you fall in love with running if you want to run. But then again, like to get to that point, I'm not explaining this well. You kind of get what I'm saying. This is why if I'm going to like go down some rabbit holes, it's always good to have like another person to talk to, <laughs> like a conversation. Yeah. Okay. I'm crazy. Um, I have been talking to a lot of sponsors, uh, the ones that I actually care about, I guess, raising my bar when it comes to who I'm going to work with. So like, I don't have to work with sponsors to make money, but there are ways to involve sponsors to make money and make the video better. So I guess that's what I'm focusing on. Um, yeah, but it's good to have. And also, like, I think I'm making enough money to live my lifestyle now, but my lifestyle will change, especially if I get a dog, you know, that's more living expenses, just things, you know. Yeah. I would like to be able to take care of my family if they need help or I don't know, just anything like that. Okay, switching gears. Most of my drone shots are captured while driving around. I should have a larger, higher quality drone. Makes sense, right? I don't always just have to have like the tiny little dinky backpack drone. Um, yeah, most of my drone shots are just, I park a car, I fly the drone in the driver's seat and then put it back in the car and drive away. So I don't have to have a small light one. Um, sponsor a trip. This video and trip was made possible by dot, dot, dot full pitch deck, different add-ons for different amounts of money, like a menu, logos, link in description, integrated video or audio ad. So this is me trying to think of how I want to approach sponsorship with my videos. Um, yeah, this gives me flashbacks to weddings. Like I remember going through different phases of like how to sell weddings. Uh, going back and forth between like having this whole menu with all these like options, pick and choose, and it like adds up your your package price. Like a bride or a groom would like pick all of these different things that they want for their video package. Um, but then I would have there would be so much confusion with what things are and how they work together. So I had to like describe all of it. And then at the end of the day, it's like letting them decide what type of production, like that's weird. Like I just want to do what I want to do. So then I went back and forth between that and just like one single package, like this is what you get. This is the price. Yes or no. So I guess going back and forth with that, with sponsorships for this YouTube channel, something that I'm figuring out, I guess. Big thing going back and forth. See, there are so many similarities between what I'm doing with hiking films right now and where my mind was with wedding film school. So hiring a filmmaker for trips, having someone shoot like the vlog, the travel vlog, how to behind the scenes aspect while I do my thing as always and do silent film uh, hiking or whatever. Um, it would make sense to have someone shoot and edit like a behind the scenes and just like hang out. 
Like there's a lot of story that's just being missed. So that's something I, I'm trying to figure out if I want to do. Yeah. Any running regimen, Matthew's asking, which you follow towards a, uh, yeah, I just run because it's fun. It's, um, it's a good flow state. I've been looking, thinking about all of the things that I like to do in terms of flow state, meditation, whether it's listening to music, listening to an audiobook, or running, even playing video games, uh, whatever kind of focuses your mind into one track so that you can't just like randomly think about things that are different. Like it puts your mind on a single track. I call that flow. And uh, you're able to focus and it's like enjoyable. Uh, it can take you to another world, another place. Um, like listening to music, you're just thinking about the lyrics kind of. Uh, and running for me is that like, I love just kind of letting my mind just like focus on just the run and the music when I listen to an audiobook or whatever. So it's more meditation. I'm not looking for like goals. Like I don't want to do anything crazy cats and stuff. Thanks for that. Twitch sub, uh, appreciate you cats and stuff, cats and stuff. I want cats and stuff. Isn't that what we all want? Just cats and dogs and stuff. Um, yeah, flow state. Flow state. Wouldn't a big drone draw unwanted attention or are you remote enough? Yeah, all drones sound the same. And I am never flying near anyone at all. So, yeah, no one hears it. Uh, Johan, can you tell us something about the types of things sponsors offer you and ask for you in return? Is it just mention us and say we're awesome and then we'll pay you? Or is it more like tradey? Yeah, lots of different types. Um, probably the bulk of it is uh, if you put your, U your email on available on the YouTube channel, a lot of crappy uh, companies will just try to get you to review their product most of the emails will be like, you know, sub 100 value and uh, not good. Every so often you'll get a good one. I would say the most come from like long-term relationships that you make, you intentionally build. So you reach out and add value to them. Um, yeah, all the brands and services that I kind of use, like if you look at my gear page, all of those brands are, are probably ones that I would want to work with. Uh, a lot of them ask, we're looking for a 60 second integration. We're looking for two Instagram posts. What is your offer? Uh, we have marketing budget for the month of blank. Are you available to make a video or sponsor? Some of them want to do like six or seven or 10 video deals. They're like, do 10 Squarespace ads and we'll give you $4,000 per video which is a lot if you commit to. It's always more than you think, more than you realize. Uh, some of them are more custom. So this is just, there's a wide spectrum of sponsorship and that's why it's frustrating. It's like, that's a lot of work. It is a lot. Um, I do have a bunch of emails currently unreplied to in my inbox that I have to reply to. Yeah, just a bunch of different sponsors. I would more rather reach out and build long-term relationships. So I'm trying to figure it out. 
Yeah. <laughs> Daria's asking, did you watch anime Attack on Titan or Vikings, a TV show? So random, but yeah, I watch Vikings. It was good. A Day in the Life of Craig and a Dog. Yeah, I'm probably going to link together the apartment tour with A Day in the Life. Uh, that's why I'm waiting to do it. I just want the perfect day so it can be faked. I love the the <laughs> all the wake up morning daily routine videos that they make fun of. It's so funny. My God. Yeah, got to take the minimalist approach to sponsorships as well. I'm figuring it out. So it's at the bottom of my notes. Like I, everything at the bottom of my notes is always fresh in my mind, but uh having a plan for what I'm going to shoot or hope to shoot like for the rest of the year, a content schedule is great because it helps me focus and anticipate the content that I'm going to be shooting and, and creating. And then also that's good for sponsors because they can, you know, kind of pick and choose and see that it's, it's a bit riskier. It's, you know, committing to making a video and attaching a sponsor. It's more risk involved in that more stakes, more responsibility. Uh, but you can get larger paydays and better, better sponsors that actually help the video, like I talked about. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Next section. I have lost so many old videos. High school, college, the wedding channel, not backed up or available anymore. Yeah. Uh, everything I make, I create, I, I save and back up in multiple places now. But just reflecting on some of the old videos that I've, I've like just lost. It's so sad. Makes me sad. Okay, reading Ryan Holiday's book, Perennial Seller. That's where I am. Yep. So I'm about to finish that book. It's kind of old news. A couple gems every so often. I'm like frustrated a lot of times because we kind of have the opposite mindset. Um... Yeah, the whole premise is that he's trying to, he just assumes that the reader just wants infinite attention. They want infinite money. Whereas, yeah, knowing when to say enough is enough, I guess, is my biggest contention with the book. But it's it's pretty straightforward. It's very Gary Vee-esque. How do I make my hiking videos more timeless? Do all hiking videos eventually get replaced? what is the typical duration of a video's life yeah so youtube has been around what 10 years i don't know something like that like uh in five years is anyone going to watch any of my hiking videos <laughs> like when i'm searching for hiking videos if i see a video that's two or three years old like i don't watch it like so much has changed and the technology is gonna get better so like, what is the, what is the life? What's the duration of my videos? None of it's gonna be timeless. Unless I do this thing where I take the videos I make as kind of proof of work and B-roll uh, to use as context when I talk and do these retrospective videos like that are more knowledge-based and me talking about what I learned, why I did it, what I would have done. Um, it's almost like I'm reacting to my old content. <laughs> so like recycling to make new stuff. And that's interesting to me. So that might be like timeless in a sense, cause I can recycle it, but 
yeah, Hornstrandir, no one's going to care in six or seven years. It's going to be like a weird old video. People are like, what did you shoot this on? 4K, you idiot. God. As soon as Neuralink is here. Thanks, Craig. Grateful to learn on every live stream you do. Silent subscriber, but loyal, slightly smiling face. <laughs> Thank you, Swiss. Yeah, silent subscriber. Yeah, there are a lot of people out there who just watch and never give feedback content. And it's, it's kind of good, kind of bad. It is what it is. I still appreciate you. It's, um, yeah, more people than you realize. Yeah. I've, I've watched a lot of videos and like followed people without ever trying to reach out. So I get that. Yeah. It's kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. Maybe I should separate the cinematic from the guide. Guides should be created on stream. I just have to do them better. <laughs> so I tried this once. I forget what video is for. Maybe Columbia? Probably. Um, this idea that the main channel would just be the cinematic hiking and then the guide would be on the streams, podcast channel or whatever. I don't know if I'm going to call this channel the podcast, Craig Adams podcast or Craig, Craig Adams streams, because I would, I still need like a VOD channel where it's just like all raw streams. Then again, who wants to watch raw streams? I would re-upload gaming stuff to that audience, that channel podcasts would go here probably i don't know people in seven years 4k we meet again <laughs> yeah oh the yeah i gotta i have to get tape because it's it's hanging on wire it's good it's strong but i just need to put tape so that the corners on the hanging thing is in blah 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 blah, blah. struggling with the concept of product market fit yeah, so this is these are notes from me listening to the book. He goes on and on about how like you need to make sure that your product is right for the market. Where I am in the opposite. Just make I'm more of the artist than the marketer. Uh, make what you want to make, and whoever pays attention and pays for it or cares cares. Like, and whoever doesn't, fuck it. Like, there's there's a level to some degree of like you should change your product so that's easily consumable or shareable. It's more so like make what you want to make. Don't compromise on the quality. Um, and then just make it very easy for people who want to consume it, to find it, consume it and share it. Um, like that's it. Like don't, you don't have to do like this, like marketing life. Was it hacking? What they call it? I don't know. Product hackers or something. Product market fit can suck a dick. That's all I'm saying. Am I able to just make whatever I want because it already has market fit? How important is this? Yeah. I am my ideal customer. Any work I create is just to please me. Product market fit is based on my, my preference. Yeah, so this is me trying to figure this out. Maybe this is only relevant after you cross a threshold. You have to start out trying to get people's attention. Reverse engineer that experience in order to hook them. Bleah. Maybe read the book, maybe don't. I'm definitely going to check it out or uh, finish it real quick. So this is a book called Perennial Seller by Ryan Holiday. Uh, Lena. Lena. Are we talking about four hour work week? 
<laughs> yeah. Um, next section, workshop in New York City. Six people, including myself and Mika, if she wants to. She has expressed that she would like to join. Breakfast and coffee or lunch and coffee or dinner and coffee. <laughs> uh, I've done this before. I would like to start doing it again. Um, I will just announce on Instagram or wherever. Uh, on this day, I'm going to be doing this meal and it's going to be for five or six people only. First come, first serve. Uh, the ticket price is going to be just slightly above like what the meal will cost. So I'm not doing this to make money. I'm charging tickets just to get people to sign sign up for it. So that's like a confirmed seat. Uh, it's like a commitment. It's like, you know, dollar amount is a commitment to that you'll be there. And uh, also when we do the meal, we sit down, we meet, we chat, we figure out, you know, it's like a workshop, but it's also like a social uh, get together, whatever, a little chill, a little chill sesh with some food, some coffee. Um, and then I grab the check and that's it. Very simple, straightforward. Uh, go to some of my favorite places in the city. Be cool to walk around, grab a coffee afterwards. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. So I'm gonna start doing that. Very low key. Okay, next session. At any moment, I can get emails, YouTube comments, Instagram comments, DMs. I don't always like being available to everyone because I'm not always able to control my consumption of this feedback content. There is some value to consuming, analyzing and responding, but probably not as much as I think. It's mostly junk food that I consume because it inflates my ego, alleviates boredom. I'm just doing it because it's like a tick. I'm not strong enough to simply not consume because it is kind of an addiction. It's an involuntary habit that causes more harm than good. So yeah, addicted to social media, addicted to feedback content. Uh, it doesn't help. <laughs> like I said, like it, me checking view counts, sub counts, all of that constantly. It's just stupid. Not in control. Um, I usually don't consume news, but whenever I do catch something or find myself watching Philip DeFranco or whatever, uh, last week tonight, social media drama videos. I get upset and bothered. I really don't think it's helpful to consume or add my voice to. I'd rather inflict change through example than coercion. Interesting. Yeah, so I pretty much cut news out of my life. Um, so I'm pretty good with that, I would say. Yeah, feel pretty good about it. I play golf. Uh, Joel, yeah, I love golf. I don't play a lot, but... Hell yeah. I'm going to be doing like a golf trip back upstate to where uh, where I grew up to play with my high school friends. Super pumped about that. Probably going to do that within the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Waifu pillow, chill sesh with Chad Adams. Oh boy. Any, any plans for filming in, in India? Maybe. Um, I'd probably go to Nepal before India. I'm reading Digital Minimalism because of you. Cool. Have fun with that. I just reread it. I skimmed through just because a lot of parts were just like hammered into me. So yeah, it's good. 
it, it's it's interesting to reread books because what blew your mind before when you reread it now it's like oh yeah duh so it makes you realize like how your mind has changed so it's a good thing i recommend rereading books stream organically on separate platforms instagram live q a youtube live q a twitch live playing video games yeah so segmenting my audience um uploading organically instead of just always making ads and trying to get people to go to other platforms from like instagram to youtube or youtube to instagram yeah makes sense just be chill um do you have any opinions on whether people have a moral obligation to stay informed with the news? Oh man, that's, yeah, that's a tough one to answer. I don't know the answer, but I would say I go, I, I'm an idiot. I don't know the answer. Yeah. Do you run into fans around New York? <laughs> yeah. Every so often, especially in the Lower East Side. Now that people kind of know that I'm living here. I've run, I've run into a good number of people who are subscribers who say hello. Um, no photos though. <laughs> don't ask, don't ask to take a photo. Just say hi. Um, business partnership, <laughs> partnership. Yeah. I love golf. Favorite time of year in the Adirondacks. Fall's the great. Fall's the best. Uh, need to, I'm going to be working with music bed more this year. I'm working on sponsorship deck. That's basically what I've been focusing on this last three or four days. Finally cracked the code. Have a good idea. This Instagram highlights thing is great. I love it. I tried Google docs. I tried Google sheets, slides. I tried building a whole website page with a portfolio for like all of the future videos that I plan to make just wasn't working. I tried Notion, Slack, just like all these uh, Dropbox paper. I just couldn't get it to work. And then I also made an Instagram account where I was uploading thumbnails of future videos that I plan to make with the title. Um, and I was like, that's weird. And then I finally landed on the highlight Instagram stories that I posted today at Bryce Canyon. So that'll start to make sense as I post more. Yeah. Going on trips regardless, sponsor a trip, money goes towards improving the experience, adding on days or guests. Today's video is brought to you by... Yeah, so still trying to figure out how I want to position sponsorships. Like, how does it make the video better? I would love to work with Alltrails, Hyperlight, Ren, Musicbed, Brooks, Jetboil, People Socks. Yeah, all the brands and things that I use. Make a spreadsheet for all the sales of major projects, products. So I actually did this. Um, how can I bring this up real quick? Google Drive, affiliate sales. So I'll show you this. Um, yeah, so this is 2020. So I've started by company. I have the product, the individual, so you'll see like duplicates. Like I sold a bunch of different DJI things, um, like my commissions for Amazon, uh, how many, like how much I sold of the unit. So like you can see in 2020, I sold like almost $50,000 worth of Hyperlite bags. Uh, what is this? Like $11,000 worth of A6600. So like, 
for all these major brands, it's good to collect this information because I can use this as leverage when I go to them and be like, yeah, I've I brought you X amount of value. Brand awareness, which is more valuable than this, to be honest, brand association endorsement. But then also, I've literally made you this amount of money. So I'm going to start keeping these this information for each year. Compile it. Why not, right? Music bed, yep. Cool, so I talked about the daily vlogs. Eight hours of Craig Adams daily vlogs video. I have to like tweak it a little bit. It's like 60 gigabytes. I'm gonna re-edit, upload it to the main channel and add a retrospective at the beginning. What did I learn while shooting daily vlogs? I was a very different person, a bit immature. <laughs> this shows my growth. Some of my jokes might be in bad taste. Why did I daily vlog? I was inspired by Casey Neistat, wanted to be like him, wanted to be a famous YouTuber, seeking status and celebrity. Follow for follow culture, something I'll talk about. I did things, went places, interacted with people in pursuit of views and attention. Yeah. Kept me really busy, pushed me to do things. Why did I stop? So yeah, that'll be in a, 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 probably uploaded to the main channel, but we'll see. Possibly. Ren, join the stream late. Sorry if you've already covered, but any reason you took down your site? Really loved looking through the gear. Yeah, I'm doing a test right now where um, all of my gear is on lighter pack. So I'm trying to gauge... Uh, if there's any bump in viewership, any bump in uh, income, affiliate sales, do people like this better than my gear page? Um, so I've made one for Big Ben, Whitney, you know, all these different ones. I just made the PC streaming kit, so you can see that. Um, yeah, and then the website was just uh, linking to my other things. So, you know, that's that's here. Instagram is the only other thing I'm linking because on the homepage, like I've got my podcast here. So, um, more minimal. I think it's working. I think it's fine. Yeah. The site is still alive. I'm just redirecting it to YouTube. Um, just because all of that information is just better in other places. I think. Yeah. We'll see though. I'm testing, you know, it could come back. It could not, um, testing, testing, testing. So yeah, like I said, the new the new big thing is all the YouTube channels. It's uh it's um Craig Adams clips, gaming, streams, podcasts, Craig Adams. I guess this could be called Craig Adams Hikes, but it's still just like Craig Adams. I want to keep it non-hiking. I want to have that a pin, that that option, I guess. Um yeah, so I'm going to start fleshing out and figuring out like the template for the videos that live on those individual platforms, I guess. I do not know my Myers Myers Briggs. I do not. People have asked me before though. Can you drop the link to Lighter Pack? Uh so it should be at the top of the YouTube videos. So the mo most recent YouTube videos. Um and they're all individual. Yeah. I actually can't comment. Like I just have this the chat 
stream. I can't like comment on it right now. Um, hire an editor to create clips for YouTube channel. So this is, I talked about this before. Yeah. Go through the footage, hiking videos, podcast videos, cut out clip, upload title, thumbnail description, find good examples of other clips channels. Yeah. So all of this stuff will happen. It's just more of a to do, I guess. All right. We're, we're kind of getting to the bottom here. We're going to wrap up and then do a, a rapid fire Q and a. I get a lot of inbound sponsorship leads. A few of them are, are with great brands, companies wanting to sponsor trips, collaborations with athletes, other viewers, other creators, production crews. Um, me questioning giving away educational content versus for free versus behind a paywall. You know, going back and forth with like, should I do workshops, my own workshop? Should I do a workshop with someone else's brand? in person, online, what's it matter? Just trying to figure that out. I always go back to minimum viable product, like just doing what I wanna do. Like why involve myself to get more money? Like it's not, I don't need more money, I just want more freedom. <laughs> and I just wanna like hang out, so. If like another YouTube channel or company wants to sponsor something, it's like, just make things easy for me make the video better, give me experiences. Uh, I don't know. Experience with hiring a documentary crew to follow me while filming wedding film school. Yeah, so it was, it was good. It added to the experience. It made for more content, more money, but it was stressful having someone follow me while I was shooting a wedding film back in the day. That was crazy. So having someone follow me on a hike I get out there and do it by myself because it's relaxing. Like I like being by myself. So I don't know if it would ruin it if I had a production crew following me. I would have to find people who could keep up, who would be fun to shoot with. It's just a lot of work. But that's probably where I'm heading though. More of a host. Yeah. Don't have to. I can do whatever I want though. Here I wrote, I only enjoy going at my own speed, making up plans as I need them, and spending money on whatever I want to need. Having an itinerary, or depending on someone else to keep up, or making sure that they're having a good time would ruin the experience for me. <laughs> well, there we go. Part of what makes my trips memorable are the difficulties and hardships I go through and have to solve. It would be extra stressful to put someone through that. Yeah, whether it's production crew or a girlfriend. <laughs> Curtis is good. He can keep up. <laughs> I, I barely keep up with Curtis. So that's why I've shot so many videos with him. Um, but yeah, it's a real thing. Like I'm putting myself in really difficult situations. Some of them embarrassing, some of them dangerous. Uh, all of them difficult. So it's tough to ask anyone else to do that. Even if I was paying them. <laughs> Uh, I just question scaling, changing things too much or adding more responsibilities to anything I do. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to. Jimmy Chin following you. Yeah, I would be the Jimmy, Ch like a young Jimmy Chin for uh, the new age hikers, I guess. Like if I wanted to partner with people who are like really good at hiking. If I do bigger things and with other people, I would need help. Yeah, that's true though. 
I also like having 100% creative control of what I do and any successes or failures are 100% mine. All the responsibility is on my shoulders. Yes. Nathan Drew? Yeah, we, we, we've had some calls. We've chit-chatted. Uh, good dude, minimalism boy. He's like the, I would describe him as the European Matt Diavella. <laughs> but he's his own person, okay? Matt Diavella is like the American Nathan Drew, okay? So it goes both ways. Content deck for 2021. Plan projects, location, date, concept, photos, map, trail map, expectations for the videos, metrics, impressions, within what date range? So this is like the information a sponsor would want to try to convince them. It's kind of automating the pitch process a little bit. Uh, yeah, we're getting towards the bottom. Here we go. I want to meet people local in New York City for coffee, drinks, walks, and food. So yeah, that's me just wanting to hang out with more people, meet more dogs. <laughs> so I guess that ties into like the workshops a little bit, the dinners. We'll see how much of a demand there is in New York for something like that though. Yeah. Uh, selling. So working with sponsors, I know best. You have to trust me is basically what I have to tell them. <laughs> uh, this idea that a gear page is like a general review that's always running. Yeah. So my gear page is something I've been doing for a couple of years on and off in different ways. It's an interesting idea. I don't have to do it. I could just make review videos in video form, shot, edited, perfectly edited, uploaded to whatever I want. Um, it's like a, it's a, like a moment in time and then it just lives. Whereas a gear page is like a bunch of review videos just in photo link form. If you have some like description or caption or text, that's, you know, extra, that's gravy. Um, but it's like always 24 seven, always available. And if you update it a lot, like that's almost more powerful than gear review videos. There's nothing bad, like it is what it is, but I, I guess I just don't wanna be like a YouTube channel that is just always uploading gear videos to like make money and get that SEO. And like, we've seen it, you know, it's not always just hiking. It's like every industry and genre, there's just like people who are just always selling <laughs> for companies. Like their entire thing is reviewing and, and talking about the new products, the new technology, the new headphones, the new car, the new camera. It's kind of exhausting. It's like, yeah, it's just off. It's, it's like, um, you're the marketing department for these companies. Like, is that what you want to do with your life? It just seems silly to focus on the tools that you use to make something. It's like, what is your channel even about? You're just talking about the this, like these things that companies are trying to get you to buy. So I just see a gear page as like the, probably the best minimal, easy version of doing gear videos, I guess. Anywho. And then I came up with the, uh, the idea that, um, yeah, a gear page is endorsements as well. So you're endorsing products, services, whatever, like uh, that's powerful. 
So a following list, a public following list is similar. So it's a public endorsement of uh, people, yeah, that I consume content from, support or endorse. So it's kind of weird to follow no people on Instagram because it's like I endorse nobody. It's kind of weird. There could be some power, you know, in, in, in endorsing people and other creators and sharing the people that you follow. It's strange that YouTube like makes that a thing. Anywho. Oh, am I getting dropped frames? Hold on. Hmm. That's strange. I just like dropped a couple frames right there, but now it's good. Maybe Mika was doing something. Talking to Alexa. Okay, the last thing that I put. Add future projects to IG stories. Highlight. Followers can view and comment on ideas. It's taking information from the dark to the light. Sponsors can review projects, add their support, or request more information. Okay, so it's a content deck that's public. Boom, that's it. Okay. Damn, we've been going for a while. All right, you have my full attention, people. I'm here. How are we doing? Yeah, dropped a few. A few? A few? Hey, Chris, how you doing? Thanks for hanging, everybody. This is, sometimes it's a lot for me to go through these notes, especially when I can't even remember what I wrote weeks ago. So this is helpful. Appreciate the feedback. Uh, yeah, we did get a hype train going. That's kind of crazy. Uh -uh -uh. You good now, though. Cool. Connor, really curious on your thought process on streaming on YouTube versus Twitch versus both, especially since you have an existing audience on YouTube. Yeah, um, I would like uh, having two different channels for the hikes and whatever on the main channel versus this new streaming podcast channel makes total sense to me. Um, like almost every upload onto the podcast streams channel is almost always over an hour. And it's such a different thing than what I've been doing with the main channel that those are two different audience and it's permissioned, it's opt-in. If you just want my hiking films, that's totally fine. But if you want the spot, like the long form content, that is what it is, you know, it makes sense. Um, but as far as streaming on that main channel, yes, there are more people. Oh, hello. What? What? Wait for you to do what? Oh, um, you want me to come? You can go if you want. Okay. Mika things. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. YouTube versus Twitch. Uh, yeah. Twitch is like Twitch gang. Um, it's definitely going to focus down in on games. Whenever I play a game, I'll probably just stream on Twitch and the YouTube gaming channel. Maybe, I don't know. I think the YouTube gaming channel is going to be more uploads. I'm figuring it out, but the more I can segment these audiences, the better, I guess. Good question though. Gear review channels are just agents of capitalism. <laughs> uh, yes. Ha ha. Ha ha. Elon left. Ha ha. Getting ready for hiking season. Nice. 
any way to reach out to you, Craig? Um, yeah. Lots of ways. Arcadia National Park? Maybe. In the fall, definitely. I just have a lot of stuff to do. More and more these days, it's just a lot of effort to buy, buy the plane ticket and go. I'm just straight chilling here in New York. I just want to chill here. Do you get lonely with your lifestyle? What strategies do you use to combat loneliness? I am not lonely. Yeah. I'm totally good. I use typical. I reach out to people when I want to talk. Joel, super interesting thoughts here, man. Just made it home from the first solo overnight hike of the season. Always relaxing here in your stream of consciousness. Yeah, stream of craziness, more like it. Um, yeah, I would love your feedback. Um, always curious to know. I haven't done a clubhouse in a while, but probably. Walden Pond, always relaxing. Close calls with wildlife. Um, yeah. I've talked about them in videos though. Nothing crazy that I didn't capture. Netherlands, a eh? not the Elon laugh. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Drive up to Arcadia. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. This was good. I'm glad I can finally delete these notes. <laughs> I I'm trying to figure out what the best format is, like me going through notes or just dedicating like my entire focus towards QA. And like reading every comment and like working with y'all on that should i just have maybe three or four bulleted topics that i want to just riff on i don't know are these better when i have conversation when i'm legit talking with someone else's voice maybe it'd be cool to get mika on the podcast do you want to be on the podcast at some point she nods yes well we shall see we'll have to get okay we'll have to get another microphone for you Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> Taking a drone on a longer hike. Yeah, it's just extra weight. Finally followed your example and got a sun hoodie. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Notes as a starting point. Yeah, I just need to write better notes, I guess, right? Yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah, my voice is fried. We've been going for an hour and a half. All right, I'm going to rip this audio. Edit the video. Edit out the, the pause at the middle. Um, but those are good. All right. Um, probably in the next stream might be game on Twitch or girlfriend Q&A with Mika. Also just bought her um, Animal Crossing, so... She's getting lit on this TV here. Fire TV. All right. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for the mods. Keeping it real. Jonah, I think all podcast formats are cool, but there should be some different series for more random ramble stuff. Purely life updates. Uh, yeah. Well, like the hard life updates... I think will be edited with context, whether it's photo or video, and uploaded to the main channel. I think those are going to be a lot of work. Pretty much everything I did and what I thought and realized in an entire year. We'll start with yearly, maybe quarterly. 
I think yearly is good though. And like I said, it's almost like all of these streams, these little life update streams are chapters for the large life update. So yeah, Team Umbrella, A. What activities do you recommend for someone who's not physically fit so they can prepare for hikes? Yeah, just walk. Walk around the suburbs, walk around the city. Walk, walk, walk. You should know how many miles you can walk on flat ground before you go into the mountains. For sure, that's the minimum. That's the easiest thing. Do a treadmill. Oh, I think I meant ramble versus notes. Ah, Alan Jones. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? All right, we're wrapping it up. Thanks, y'all. And bye.